Está escuchando la emisión del podcast de la figura de acción para la semana del miércoles 16 de julio de 2014. For the English version, please press 1. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 125 for the week of Wednesday, July 16th, 2014. I'm Eli, and with me tonight are... Scott. Tom. And Ben. This episode is brought to you by Raid Collections and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight we delve into a fantastic foursome of Toys of the Week, featuring the Funko Domo Batman, Bowen Designs Frankenstein statue, DC Collectibles Earth 2 Wonder Woman action figure, and the Sideshow Collectibles Catwoman 6th scale action figure. Welcome, fellas. How are we going? Good, good. Very good. Great. <laughs> Tom is <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, am. Yeah. How are you, Tom? I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. Um, Argentina's in the World Cup finals. Um, the what now? Australia, <laughs> Australia didn't make it that far. Um, I, I don't care that much about football, but it, it was a, a good time as, as, any, as any time to joke with you guys. Yeah, so thanks, thanks for rubbing football. it in, even though you don't care. Yeah, I said football. Um, <laughs> so you've just is, lost is the American wrong? audience. Oh, sorry. Um, soccer. S- soccer. Soccer. Yeah. Um, so it's been a crazy week, um, a crazy month, actually, here in Argentina. Well, by the so, time this episode goes to air, Argentina will either be very happy or very sad. Um, actually... For the way people are taking it, uh, and uh, Argentina is not on uh, World Cup final um, since uh, 1990, so um, I think people is going to be happy either way. So Unless they get humiliated. <laughs> yeah. So do people still go about their day normally, Tom, or does like you know everything just shut down for the period? Um, basically, uh, they keep going, uh, for the normal day, except when Argentina plays yeah. and, that, and then everything shuts down literally, but the, um, uh, most of the, of the matches so far, uh, have been either on weekends or in, in last time, last Wednesday was a holiday here. Very so, considerate. Yeah, I, I thought so too. <laughs> and Ben, how have you been? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Um, interesting day yesterday at school holidays uh, where I live at the moment, so the, the tadpoles are home. And um, you know how non-Australians tend to ask us Aussies the occasional odd question around kangaroos, and it seemed a bit silly to us, but for people who aren't, <clears throat> aren't familiar with kangaroos, you know, it probably seems like a normal question, but, um, you know, you, you get those same sort of questions and you get the same kinds of answers. But uh, yesterday I was in a kangaroo stampede. 
I hate it when that happens. I know. I know. We um we we took the the tadpoles. Um, my city has a rather large lake in the middle of it, and we went to the lake and were having a bit of a you know a picnic type deal and. Everyone was playing when uh, I sort of heard some noises and I looked up and there was probably about 60 kangaroos bounding towards us in this big herd. And, uh, awesome. Jumping Jehoshaphat. Yeah. That was quite unnerving. And, of course, the ratio of um, children to adults was um, was superior. And so I managed to get to one of them and I just sort of yelled out, you know, stand still. And these kangaroos came bounding through at quite the pace. And it was, um, yeah, I've never experienced anything like that before. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, now that I think about it, it's probably the perfect area for them. That, you know, they've got a water supply and there's, there's yeah. lots, of, um, lots of good flora around. And uh, I thought that the tadpoles might scream in terror. But as they bounded past, um, one of them actually turned around and, and ran after them. <laughs> she was so excited. Yeah. I nearly, we nearly lost one of our dogs when we were living in Canberra because we had a whole, not that many, but, you know, a, quite a number of kangaroo um, just hop up the street and one of our dogs happened to be out and took off after them. Mm-hmm. And there was no, like, you know, it was like I could not keep yeah. up, yeah. Um, but she came back. <laughs> yeah. So, so my city is effectively surrounded by bushland. And, and national parks and things like that, and uh, it's very heavy with kangaroos that uh, wander into the suburbs. And yeah, we were right in the middle of a horde. <laughs> so that was a highlight of our week. Have you had anything <laughs> I, I once, I, I once saw a cat. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's more to this. The end. I know. Well, it was a really big Argentinian cat. wildlife is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't, I can't believe <laughs> What were you trying to say, Tom? No, no, that, that I can't was it. actually believe that the internet was right about Australia all this time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Scott, I'm going to assume you haven't had quite the um, excitement in your life. There, there have been no um, stampedes of any type here, except perhaps germs. Um, last week I was complaining that I was sick and then I got more sick. Um, and I'd just like to thank my lovely wife for giving it to me. Um, so I was actually meant to be in Sydney this weekend, um, for a family thing, but I could not fly because I was having inner ear issues every time I, uh, um, cleared my nasal passages and then my ears would pop and I would get dizzy and, I decided that flying up for 48 hours was not smart, so I'm spending it with you gentlemen instead. Aww. Uh, and um, I've got two my two dogs here who uh, normally aren't in the um, AFB studios, but there's no one else in the house, and they would bark if they weren't in here. And I've given them little treats to try and shut them up, but there has been a little bit of growling happening. Um, you know, they just have to growl to protect their treat from each other, even though they're not going near each other. <laughs> so if you hear any growling during the podcast, it's not anyone's stomach or some animal pouring on in the background. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I can only vouch for myself, but um, it might be one of my cute little puppies growling. <laughs> but I'm, I'm good. We're, we're um, uh, going to start a new term 
next week. So I'm taking a couple of days off. Um, starting next week because the kids don't have school, but, uh, Mrs. Scotty does. So we're going to do some fun dad and kid things. Mm, nice. Yeah. Nice. What's happening with you, Elo? Yeah, I've been having a couple of days off at the uh, school holidays in, in our fair state as well. And, um, you know, thinking that the kids want to spend some time with me, but they do as long as I give them things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> spend, spend money on them. Uh, other than that, though, it's, it's been pretty good. Uh, buying affection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they know my soft spot. I like buying shit and <laughs> I like my children liking me. <laughs> It's a love language. You know, there, there are five love languages and one of them is gifts of, uh, what is it? It's not gifts, gifts of, it's like you show your love through giving. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it's a love language mm. or an unhealthy addiction. Uh, you never no, know. You know, what are the other four? What are the other four? Oh, the five love languages. Give me a moment. Um, what's our research assistant's name? I can never remember if it's Arthur or, um, Elbridge. Arnold. Arnold. Arnold, neither. <coughs> no None of the above. It doesn't do any good work for you. Yeah, that's right. Sorry? No, that's right. doesn't remember his name. So as if that's he right. Shit and I got in trouble for saying, hey, you were the one with the horn rim glasses. Okay, there are words of affirmation. The, the five love languages. Listen, words <laughs> of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Wow. Okay. It's that a thing. Deep. That shit is deep. Yeah. yeah. Just Google it. Five love languages. the educational portion of our show over. Well, I think we should take a quick break so everybody can Google that with a fury and um, we'll come back and talk about some news. It's fivelovelanguages.com. From the Black Hole Collection, it's Vincent. Look, a black hole in space. And Captain Dan Holland. It's the Black Hole action figures, each sold separately. You can pretend the evil Dr. Reinhardt and Maximilian want to force Captain Holland and Vincent into the black hole. All clear, Captain. Other black hole action figures sold separately. Maximilian, Captain Holland, Vincent, and all black hole action figures sold separately by Mego. We start each episode with some news and announcements from the toy and collectibles world. We're not a comprehensive toy news service, but we like sharing the stories that catch our eyes and that relate to the things we're interested in. Ben is going to kick this one off. We have a mite of news to get through, and the first piece is some mighty piece of toyness. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that it is. He and, went off uh, script there a bit, I think. <laughs> and holy crap a what a piece of news it was. Um, all right, well, from the folks at 3.0, they have finally solicited their Titan for Atlas. Um, one, well, one twelve scale action figure. Um, this is an absolute beast, and uh, I think, well, Eli and I were pretty blown away by this. Um, I've actually been following the development of this through Facebook, and I was getting quite nervous about the price, and <laughs> just justifiably so. So, um, look, this is a piece that's based on the Titanfall video game, where you either get around as a soldier or you get inside a big ass. Um, mech and uh you know frag the bejesus out of everybody um this thing is huge this is a 50 centimeter or 20 inch um fully articulated mech with uh light up 
capabilities. Um, but what is absolutely insane about this is it actually features the pilot as well. So the mech body actually opens up and contains a 6-inch or 15-centimetre pilot, which is also fully articulated. And I think, Eli, you were pretty blown away just by the detail on the pilot alone. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, it's got all the armour details on it, which, you know, there's a lot of sculpting in it, but there's a cloth suit underneath all this stuff somehow that they've managed to get onto a figure of this scale. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this at this scale. This is amazing. Uh, I've always loved the concept of the mech and, and a dude inside it, and this thing just has some amazing uh, componentry. There are actual real working pistons that help control the movement of the waist, fully articulated fingers and toes. Uh, I think they said with if you count both the mech and the pilot, there's something like 100 points of articulation. Um, okay, what's the bad, the bad side? Uh, it's going to cost you 430 US dollars. Um, which is pretty heartbreaking. And uh, I, I tell you, I just, I love this thing. I've been staring at it uh, all week since the solicitation went up and um, my fingers hovered over the button a couple of times uh, on the, uh, the three zero website. And uh, I sold a couple of things on eBay. So my, my PayPal account is in the, um, in the black and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about it a bit more, but that, uh, this thing is just, Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I think um, I, th- I actually think I mean, I'm not going to buy it because I would be divorced promptly. But <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think this is actually worth it for what you get for that money and what you're getting. I think it, it is actually represents some sort of value compared to what you guys are paying for. You know, s- same scale statues or premium format figures. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like it's a, it's it's very expensive, but on economy of scale, it's uh, I think that's a reasonable price, you know, relative to you could pay a hundred dollars less than that for a a Bowen's a big Bowen statue. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm really curious just about the the engineering of this piece. Like, I'm curious about how heavy it is, whether there are um, sort of metal parts involved, whether it really is a, a high end collectible. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of that money could be just going into the you know the engineering and design rather than selling you know cheap plastic or something like that. But yeah, mm. look, I'm I'm just amazed, and I, I just keep drooling over this. So we'll see what happens. It'd be nice if they threw in those uh, two AAA batteries, though. <laughs> batteries not included. <laughs> I think it's often something about a. Um, it's some sort of legal thing, isn't it? That sometimes they can't ship batteries. It's overseas or something like that. Anyway. Yeah, probably. So, what do you, what do you think, Tom? Any interest? No, I'm just amazed by by the pictures. Um, this looks awesome. Uh, luckily, the. Three zero store for me has the four hundred and thirty uh, price crossed, and <laughs> and apparently I can get a, some sort of discount. Let me see. Um, it says list price four hundred and thirty, and that's crossed. And it says your price, and it says four hundred and thirty. What a bargain! Just, yeah, wow, that's. <laughs> 
What a bargain. I, I, I feel like I'm saving, but I'm not sure how. <laughs> what is very cool is uh, according, like I, I um, have joined up to the 30 site and so it knows that I'm in Australia, but it still says that it uh, qualifies for free shipping. Mm-hmm. Now, with a 50-centimetre collectible that's going to have a bit of weight to it, um, you know, ordinarily I think for a I think for a Hot Toys Predator, you're probably looking in the vicinity of 50 or $60 shipping. So... You know, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, well, when I ordered that um, Iron Man from 3A, not 3-0, to be confused, <laughs> um, the shipping was included in that price as well. Even to Australia? Even to Australia, but oh, it's coming great. from Hong Kong. Oh, fair so, enough, yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah. Why, why, sh- why, sh- why should it be free to the States and not to Australia? Damn straight. Coming from Hong Kong too, so... Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, moving on, uh, my news just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and Sideshow have been busy, and they solicited this week the Sentinel Marquette. Now, we all know that the Marquette is generally a bit smaller than the premium format statue, except when it's a giant mutant hunting robot, and uh, the Sentinel is massive. Um, this dude comes in at 32 inches tall, which um, is pretty impressive considering the base looks tiny. Mm. Like the base looks like it's probably one and a half, two centimetres, like maybe sort of half, over half an inch. Uh, and the rest is all giant killer robot. Now, this dude features the classic sort of um, uh, purple and blue colouring. Um, and it's got a swap out portrait head. So there's the sort of, uh, more up to date mechanical looking head, um, and a more of a, a classic face. Um, and get a load of this 900 US dollars, <laughs> 900 bucks. And you know what? I just don't like it that much. Really? I love it. Really? No. Why, why don't you like it? Um, I just think it's, they, they've done too much to it. Like I understand that the classic, purple and blue design is quite dated now and that it needed a bit of an update to make it more sort of techy looking but i think they've just overdone it there's there's just too much kind of gadgetry on it and rivets and things like that and there's little unnecessary holes and crotchal um, region embellishments yeah, and, and the modern it's <laughs> just not doing it for me there's, you know, there's yeah. like his, there is another head piece. Why does he need a cod piece? There, there is another head. There's a more classic-looking head. And I did say that he's got the. There's the modern head. Oh, sorry, the I thought classic head. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's just not doing it for me, especially for nine for nine hundred dollars. It has to be absolutely flawless in every single way. That's uh, just not for me. Yeah, this, this thing this doesn't even pop up, and a little pilot comes out from inside, <laughs> and you can get that for four hundred and thirty dollars. But uh, for me, in the picture with the with the sideshow apple, the thing, <laughs> sideshow apple, um, I wonder if it's always the same apple. <laughs> okay, moving on. Oh, uh, don't, don't the, get us started. <laughs> That's just uh. in the in the picture um, uh, on that picture. The, the head looks a bit out of proportion with the body. I I don't know. Maybe it seems like a little too big. Yeah, it does uh, seem a bit awkward. I wonder if it is because he's he is slightly bent kneed, so he looks uh, front on. He looks a little bit shorter. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it might be that because in in other angles I I don't see it, but here I see it, and that's what how probably people are going to display it, right? Like to the front. 
Speaking uh, of display, I, I don't know if there's actually a lot you can display it with because it's kind of out of scale with everything else. I mean, it'd probably look great, you know, in amongst your Marvel Legends. Well, especially if you buy a few of them, Ben. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I look at my Bowen display, I think this would just look so awesome with that. Um, because that, you know, it wouldn't look any good with, uh, premium format stuff because it would look too small. Mm. Um, but with the Bowen stuff, it would look awesome. But, you know, this, th- this would be, I think, the breaking point for my wife. Mm. Um, both cost and just space wise where she would go. Cause it, basically the way that she deals with it is by just kind of tuning it all out. And I think that that she would just not be able to tune out. Ah, <laughs> oh, so there's a limit of two. Per purchase. Uh, what a scam. Jesus, don't they want to make any money? <laughs> All right, well, speaking of uh, big, <laughs> moving right along, and uh, we saw a, a bit of a um, advanced preview of this guy some time ago, so we've been waiting for him to turn up, and that is the Sideshow Collectibles premium format Lobo statue. And uh, wow, wow. Um, Everything about this statue was absolutely perfect until I got to the price. <laughs> um, look, this is another big statue. It's 28.5 inches. I assume that's probably to the top of the gun, and he's going to tower over Superman and Batman because he is a big guy. Um, the, the detail in this statue is just insane, like the, the amount of effort they put into the chains around his wrist, um, you know, the greaves in his, his boots and things like that, the weathering. In particular, on his um, his knee pads, um, it's just amazing. Really, really impressive statue with um, swap out portrait head, so you get that sort of more classic Lobo head, and then you can swap that out with the um, the sort of dreadlocked Bisley um, look, and you also get a swap out um, right hand if you get the uh, exclusive, which is a burning skull that he's using to light his cigar. Um, in addition to that, you can get. Lobo's best friend dog that is of course his trusty space bulldog um, as a separate piece uh, which you can display on its own or you can actually swap it out and put it on the base with Lobo um, look absolutely stunning fantastic love it want it everything else that goes with it uh, and then I got to the price and I cried um, Lobo will set you back $580, and if you buy Dog separate, he's about $130, but if you bundle them together, um, you get $20 off, so that's $110, so you're looking at $690 plus shipping. Oh, my goodness. And I just, you know, this was this was the one that broke me, I think. I just, you know, Scott and I have been talking over the last sort of dozen or so episodes about premium format statues and... Um, I mean, yes, the, the quality and the, you know, the engineering involved continues to blow us away with the, the levels of detail and, and the, the things that they can do now they couldn't do a decade ago. But we also talked about how the prices keep creeping up as well. Um, and this one, I just, I honestly didn't expect it to be anywhere in the vicinity of the price that it is. Um, I, I did expect it to be sort of around that $400 mark because um, the premium format Thor statue was um was was getting up there but not five hundred and eighty dollars. Um yeah, mm. I don't know. What what do you think, Tom? I I absolutely love it. Um <laughs> I can I can I get just the dog? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, like can. The dog. you can, yeah. 
You can indeed buy Dorg separately. Dorg will set you back a sum of $135, unless, of course, you're bundling with Lobo. Um, and, and he's actually quite large. Sitting on his pedestal base, he's actually 8 inches high, uh, 7 inches wide, and 9 inches long. So that gives you some indication of just how huge this statue is actually going to be. Uh, but oh, bloody hell, you know? <laughs> That, that price is just killing me. Um, I haven't actually spent any sideshow reward points for quite some time. So I do actually have about a hundred bucks in reward points just sitting there. And, uh, it's, it's very, very tempting. <sighs> Think about shipping as well. Well, I, he doesn't have any sort of awkward sort of capes like, um, bats and soups. So I imagine the box will be sort of scaled down a little bit. Um, and, and the other thing is I really think this is the kind of statue that, um, down the track, if you've got him and Doll together, any exclusive version, I, I think this one's going to be big bucks. Oh yeah, absolutely. It'll yeah. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah. This this is the one that you'll go. Damn it! I wish I had have got the exclusive Lobo. Now it goes for a thousand bucks. Yeah. But far out. Yeah, um, not, not for me. Damn you to hell, Sideshow. Theoretically, <laughs> um, if you if you get this, Ben, which head would you display it with? You know, I, I'm a huge fan of Lobo's Back, the original miniseries, and of course the the awesome paramilitary Christmas special, which is you know one of the ten greatest comics ever. Um, yep. But as much as I love the Bisley head, there's something about the the original one that I quite like, and so I, I'm actually torn between them. I like them both pretty much equally. So you <laughs> need to get two statues. Yeah, well that's right. <laughs> uh, look, I, I think given that the um, you know, Bisley did give us the, the, the modern interpretation of Lobo. I'd probably go with the dreadlocks. Yeah, I'm not too sold on the detail on the dreadlocks in comparison to the rest of, well, the other head and the rest of the figure. I kind of feel like the dreadlocks are a bit lacking in detail. They might be real. <laughs> that kind of money. There's little Rastafarians out there right now growing their dreadlocks so they can cut <laughs> them off to make Lobo statues, and you're criticising the detail. Fuck you, Eli. That's right. Well, just that sort of fucker. <laughs> I mean, just the, the the detail on this is just crazy. Like the stock of the the gun, you know, with the mm. the little scratch marks for the you know the victims and the the light that's coming off the flaming skull. You know, they they've done some you know orange on his fingers. Um, and again, you know, with the the fabric, so the leather pants and the leather vest. Yeah. It's yeah. So well done. Yeah, and the sculpted veins on the forearms and the nails. It's just amazing. I need to stop looking at this. Yeah, you do. You're going to buy it. You're going to buy it. You're going to buy it. You're not. Pete's not. You're going to buy it. All right, I'm moving on. Okay. (laughs) Uh, My my last piece of news, the folks at Big Chief Studios uh, have announced another 1-6 scale Doctor Who collector figure, and this time it is the first Doctor who is also known as William Hartnell. Um, and he looks pretty much like he did back in the days of the, uh, the show. He's got his, um, his gentleman's attire, uh, including his cape and his astrakhan hat. Um, comes with numerous accessories, including his horn handle, walking cane, his monocle, and his pipe. Uh, eight interchangeable hands and a, a light-up display base. Um, I, I mean, we've covered this in the past. We mentioned that the, that they'd done the Tom Baker Doctor Who, and then they did um, 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 what's her name, the girl, uh, uh, um, what's her name, River River Song. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Really? Um, 
Yes. They did a River Song 1 6 scale figure? Pretty sure they did. <gasps> I love Alex Kingston. I want her to read me the phone book. <laughs> um, yeah, look, there's all sorts of really good stuff here. It comes with a Dalek time core. He's got his fob watch. Um, yeah, if this is your thing, then very impressive. His head looks too big for his body. Yeah, it's quite common with one six scale figures, isn't it? Like, the Sideshow were doing that for quite some time. Yeah. But look, if you're getting sick of the uh, the, the ever-changing scale of um, small Doctor Who action figures... True, that's right. Look a bit bigger. It's a lovely head sculpt, like, you know, really nicely done. I didn't yeah. really like the Tom Becker one. I think they just chose the wrong expression. Yes. I think it looked like him. It just looked like insane Tom Becker. <laughs> <laughs> the scary child molester Tom Becker, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. What? No, I mean, uh, say it looks like, not that he is. I'm, uh, so, oh, God. Fuck. All right, moving say on. that stuff these days. <laughs> Sorry, true, yeah. That, that's my news. It's not a cheap figure, though. I, um, I was just looking for a price, and it's it's the equivalent of about 325 US dollars. Oh, my. Let me just say mm. Icarumba. Mm. Well, that's the, that's the commemorative edition. I don't know um, if there's a... What are they commemorating? He came back uh, from the dead designer. Oh, yep. Something like that. Anyway, hmm. um, is there any cheap figures in the news? Uh, Not mine, anything. that's for sure. By the time we get to you, Tom, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, Star Wars Sideshow um, have uh, announced a new Bomb Squad clone trooper um, six scale uh, figure. And. This is, they've got plenty of clone troopers, and so they're adding to this one, and it's, it's quite a nice figure. It's, um, I'm not really familiar enough with clone troopers to give you too much of a um, background his- history on it, but um, very nice detail. There's lots of um, accessories that come with this. There's a backpack with, you know, fabric sort of canvassy um, uh, covering, lots of guns, grenades. How many different hands? I don't know. There's like 10 different hands. Um, bomb diffuser um, pliers. Is that what you call a diffuser? Set of pliers. <laughs> yeah. I've got um, several pairs of bomb diffusers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's interesting. He's got replaceable feet. So action feet, as they're called, um, so that he can be on his knees diffusing a bomb. And the, um, the toes are bent so that it looks, I guess, that he is realistically kneeling down with his hmm. pair of pliers. Sideshow do a very good job of selling these. Like the, the solicitation photo that they've included where he's kind of squatting down, diffusing a bomb, and he's sort of highlighted in amongst um, a whole bunch of other troopers. I mean, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, it's mm. very nice. The um, the detail in these are is just beautiful, and it makes me... Um, less and less uh, worried about what Hot Toys does with nothing. Yeah, with this license because Sideshow is doing such a good job, and I mean they 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 need to come back around to some of the early figures they did in this line. Um, the human ones in particular, you know, are certainly not of the standard of what they're doing now. But if if Hot Toys, you know, doesn't come. Th- with, with the goods, I think we're we're still going to be looked after well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and they're and they're reasonably affordable for this scale as well, and the quality that you're getting. So I guess it's easier for people to buy 
Oh, what, a slice six of these instead of a Sentinel? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, 149 for a six-scale, you know, really nicely detailed figure, that's actually very good. Mm. What's really annoying is it's a limit of one per person. (gasps) Yeah. What? How rude. How rude. (laughs) But, yeah, they definitely do a good job of the um, non-humanoid characters. There's no question about that. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, because of the price, uh, they released several clone troopers uh, mm. before, and it's basically the same scope. They, they add some stuff, that's of course, and, and the paint is new, but um, I feel like, um, is it really that necessary to, to keep building uh, in this scale with clone troopers, or they could be releasing... Major characters. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And one wonders how many they've got left to go. I mean, this is obviously from the Clone Wars cartoon, but how many variations are there still to make action figures of? Zillions. Mm. Surely they can just make them up. Toys we didn't um, talk about this week. Uh, We're going to talk about one of them a little bit later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but people must keep buying them because. You know, as with Iron Man, which we'll talk about, the, they just keep making different variations. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, and people will buy it. That's awesome. Mm. Good for everybody. Yeah. Um, something a bit bizarre, which I have no um, link to at all, um, is from Figma. It is a Terraformer figure figure from Figma. Uh, Terraformers is um, an anime uh, that I have not seen. <clears throat> and this figure is uh, in the, I guess it's the six-inch scale, so it's a 100, well, it's 18 centimetres, so it's probably, well, it's a bit bigger than a six-inch scale figure, but it's in that scale. And it is a bizarre-looking character. And it looks <laughs> very, it's, it's really sort of black obsidian type of shiny nude body with this <laughs> guy with bug eyes on his head in a club. Um, I don't need, do I need to describe oh, it? Please, in more no, detail? I'm really enjoying it. Please do some more. <laughs> Look, it's a really striking piece. And I, I don't get it at all. Um, there's a really amusing picture where he looks like he's t- taking a crap and then notice a noise in the distance at the same time. I, um, I, I don't know. What is he? Is he, is he, is he an insect related? character or something i think he's a cockroach and insectoid cockroach dude ah that would make sense he's an alien i think <laughs> it's a really cool looking thing though um it is look i, I think if you, if you got rid of the the whole bug-eyed cockroach head type thing the actual mm. body of this guy is phenomenal like it's he's insanely muscular and um it's really well sculpted mm. Yeah, it is. Well, it's um, it's priced accordingly too for for the sculpt and the articulation uh, that you will get with um, Figma figures, and I think eventually we're going to see some um, Marvel figures from Figma, aren't we? Um, but sixty bucks US, I'm sure you could probably pick it up for um, less than that if you went straight to something like Hobby Link or or um, Play Asia. But um, yeah, it's pretty standard pricing for Figma figures. Mm, mm. These are the guys that made the um, Legend of Zelda. Yeah, yeah. So the Link and various things, and um, they made an Indiana Jones as well, I think. And they did the movie Avengers. 
Yeah, that's what I mentioned. They're going to be coming. I don't yeah. think they've hit the shelves yet. But, uh, that's right. Yep. Soon to be on the shelves, uh, if you call the internet the shelves. <laughs> uh, like taping a TV program. The virtual shelves. The virtual shelves. Yes, yes. www.shelves.com. Ooh. And moving on to things that I know more about. <laughs> <laughs> DC Collectibles um, have announced a, a bunch of stuff uh, ahead of San Diego. They like to announce all their stuff before Comic Con so that they can get people a bit more excited about them, I guess. Um, There's quite a lot. Um, probably the most we've seen in one go since New York. Yeah. Um, so we're seeing um, a bunch of figures from Arrow, the TV show. So we've got um, Arrow himself, Oliver Queen, without a shirt on. Um, we've got Black Canary with her shirt on. And we've got a Deathstroke figure. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's not the Black Canary I saw. <laughs> uh, what? Did you say... No, I I thought you said Black Canary without a shirt on. No, or with, with a sh- shirt. Oh, damn it. Okay, I'm with oh, you now. Yeah. Well, that, that's like a missed opportunity there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe it's the explosive. Um, yeah. Sorry, carry on, carry on. <laughs> and there's also, um, I guess while we're talking about this, there's also a figure from the upcoming Flash um, series as well coming out. Um, so these all look pretty bloody good for, um, <laughs> TV toys, other than I'm not really a fan of that, um, Oliver Queen figure, other than the little, no. um, accessory it comes with. So the it's totem figure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think these look really cool. Very good. And yeah. having just watched the, um, the pilot for the, well, somebody reportedly saw the pilot for the Flash TV series. It wasn't me, um, uh, but no, I've heard I, that, um, no. it's all right. I, I know someone who isn't me, but someone, um, who also liked it and they said that it was really awesome as well. They yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah, that wasn't, a friend that wasn't of me. a friend of mine, a friend of a friend of mine actually saw it and claims he, he saw it and, and, and says it's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. think um, all those people that we know who uh, know somebody who have actually seen the pilot for the show that's not coming out until October, uh, they might <laughs> like this Flash figure because that sounds like a reasonable thing to think if you're in that state of mind. So, so Scott's the only one who doesn't know someone who's seen it. Oh, I know people who've seen it, but um, <laughs> but I haven't, and I don't even have a friend who has because me and my friends we don't break the law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, are they the people that are really breaking the law, or is the mole breaking? The law? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this actually amazed me from from Warner. Everything they do is leaked months in advance. Yeah, oh, it's every any. Uh, do you think so? Every animated yeah. direct to DVD movie yeah, is they're just generating buzz. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The, um, with, with, um, with the pilot for a new series that's going to air on TV, uh, I agree. But with every animated the, uh, movie that's going to be sold just on DVD, it's not going to air or, or, premiere at, at theaters or whatever. Um, and they have a HD copy leaked 
with even with subtitles if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't I don't think that's that's very mm-hmm. and and it's it's every single one. Yeah, so yeah. they have like or, or the worst security ever, <laughs> or uh, or or uh, strategy marketing strategy. I I just don't get. So I don't know, but but the the I heard that the pilot is is, is pretty cool. Yes, yeah, the person <laughs> I know enjoyed it. I um I think these figures will do pretty well. If you recall the Smallville figures, um when that show was um a thing, um those figures they weren't well I didn't don't think they were really that popular amongst comic fans, but. No. They are now really hard to get. And I actually, I think I sold one of mine to Dr. Terrific, who turned it into something that is on one of Scott's shelves. Wow, that's true. But, yeah, I think these will sell well. The TV show seems to be incredibly popular. And um, I think we'll see some more out of these. Um. The Arkham Knights, um, there's some figures for, that's a game, right? Anyone? Oh, yes. Yeah. Sounds old, right? Yeah. It's not out yet, isn't it? It's the new, it's the new one. Oh, okay. Spoilers. Um, we have. Does that mean Batman survives the last one? Well, it depends on how well you play. Uh, Which Batman? Because there's, uh, is it the same Batman in different outfits? I don't, I don't uh, get it. Yeah. So we've got an Arkham Knight figure. We have a Batman figure and a Harley Quinn figure and a Scarecrow figure. <clears throat> that Scarecrow and, is creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They're, they're all incredibly well yeah. done. They, they look great. Um, for something that I'm, you know, are not for me. Probably not care about it. Um, actually, actually the Arkham Knight figure is something that I might take a, you know, a second look at. But um, they're really good. DC Collectibles still making stuff that's current or not even released yet. That's yep. crazy. <laughs> someone has a serious Woody for Harley Quinn. I, I feel like every single week we're talking about some new Harley Quinn collectible. Uh, I think mm. it's actually the fans. Like, the pe- people, some people are just nuts about that character. Yeah. And particularly the video game uh, look for her, you know, which has kind of flown back into the comics to a degree, um, has just taken on a life of its own. I mean, I would look at that and yeah. if out of context, uh, to me, I wouldn't even think that that could be Harley Quinn. But um, I think that she's becoming almost as recognisable in the in that sort of look. And there's a yeah. lot of people out there that don't read comics but – these games are really popular. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. There'd yeah. be a lot of people who don't read the comics who, yeah. who are a fan of her, just as yeah. a pop culture icon. I, I wonder if it's because the, the character is fairly new and it was created um, when most fans that are on their 30s um, can remember the moment they saw the the, the character for the first time, and it, mm. it's not a character that that predated them, like uh, Joker or, or Batman or, or whatever. Um, actually, this well, it was something new that started on the animated series, and then went to to the comics. And I think a, a lot of fans have this attachment to the, to the character because. They actually saw saw how it was it was born, 
Mm. I don't know. Mm. Possibly. Um, series three of the Greg Capullo designer series figures. We're seeing figures there. We've got a Batgirl, Commissioner Gordon, Two-Face, and Zero-Year Batman. And uh, i got to say, these are still looking oh, fucking good. They look so good. That Gordon is just brilliant. Yeah, that, I, I love it. That's must-have. And the Two-Face, oh, look, oh. look at the shoes on Two-Face. Come yeah. on. I mean, that zero-year Batman I could live without, but um, there you go. I um, I, I quite like the Batgirl. I, we haven't, Catwoman hasn't hit the shelves yet, has she? No. So we don't actually no. know how that um, uh, scales face is going to look at. Oh, the face. Scales. You mean grumpy, grumpy Catwoman? Cat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think this looks like, it's, it's a delightful Batgirl yeah. on first glance. Yeah. I mean, in, in, in. I think I might be in on that one. But, yeah, the zero-year Batman, interesting. Well, gloves. yep, saves money. <laughs> you know, and the two-face looks super creepy. and, and mm. I love it. It's going to go well with the Riddler. Yeah. Yes. Um, something that uh, I think we're all pretty excited about. More Harlequin. Yay. It's the uh, Batman the Animated Series. There's been some uh, Harlequin shown, and we've heard tell of um, some other figures coming. There's at least one that you're very excited about, if I'm not uh, wrong, Tom. No, I, I am. Um, they announced... Um, I, I still haven't seen any pictures of it, but they announced a six-inch uh, creeper. Oh, the, Yes. Awesome in animated in yeah. animated style, and I, I mean, I I love all this the, the pictures I've seen so far. Mm. Has anyone get the like the wave one of this or anything? It's, it it's not out yet. yet. Oh, so they, they announced like three waves already. Yeah, I, I think the, the first one's got to be due soon, surely. Mm. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, so when this wave comes out in two thousand and twenty-five, I'm. Uh, 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 uh. I'm sure gonna get the the creeper. There's also mm-hmm. going to be Killer Croc and Robin in that mm. that wave. Yeah. So we've already seen a Robin though. We, we have, yeah. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? One of the things I really like about uh, what in the DC Collectibles model is that they have a much shorter lead time with their solicits. Um, so you know, once things are solicited, they are. I think they're meant to be only like you know between. Four, three, four months, you know, away. Some, some obviously these don't have solicit dates yet. Um, but you know, you're, I, I really like the, the whole model and what they're doing. And I just have faith that maybe they'll just do so well that they'll come around and give us a few, through a few more classic bones. That would be lovely. <laughs> um, seen some, um, statues solicited as well. So, Finally, I'm actually kind of interested in these uh, Wonder Woman Art of War statues from two that we've seen here. I, I might be on my own, but we've seen uh, one based on the art of Cliff Chang and one on the art of Tony Daniel. Um, I'm not feeling that Cliff Chang one, just in, in terms of uh, I, I love his art and I love what he did with Wonder Woman, but that doesn't, I don't know, I, I, that does not really do it for me. I'd like to see a couple of angles, obviously, but yeah. um, from what I'm seeing, I really like I like the the like the more Grecian uh, profile on her. Um, I'm keen to see that one. 
Oh yeah, I, I mean, I'm 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 enjoying uh, the idea of this line. The execution has been. You know, I've got the first one, the, uh, you know, famous Jim Lee, mm. um, Wonder Woman, uh, you know, the, but and it's actually a very nice statue. Um, I haven't got the George Perez one yet, um, mm. but I've seen it. Looks really nice. Uh, so yeah, I, I am enjoying the idea of this. Mm. And the Tony Daniel one, you know, I'm not a big fan of Tony Daniel, but I think this is, uh, oh, it's beautiful. This is really nice. Yeah, it's you beautiful. Like it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And then we're seeing um, some more Batman black and white and amazingly they, they're continuing to deliver on, on these. So we've got um, a Dave Johnson one and a Francis Manipal one. I don't really like the Francis Manipal one, but I like the um, the costume and the pose and, and the cape is interesting. Um, but yeah, they're pretty So cool. what don't you like about it? The face. The, the face. Actual, yeah, the chin. The chin is probably mm. what's the cheeks and the chin seem a little bit too grotesque for my liking. Okay, they need bigger bases. No, no, <laughs> I love the way that they step off the base. It's so cool. <laughs> I was saying, you know, that's that's really bad. That's a bad design flaw. You know, but obviously the guy designing the base and the guy designing the statue just weren't talking. <laughs> oh fuck! No, no, a lot of them it's are not that way. Fit. <laughs> It'll make it um, make it easier to make posing decisions when you yeah, go, well, these guys will go off to the side a bit because they'll be down lower. Yeah. Well, you should – I mean, I've got mine on display now and, uh, God, they look so good. Mm. Love it. Um, I'm not I'm not feeling that Dave Johnson one, though. I, I, I am. I like it. You like it? it? He no. looks scared. He looks, he looks like he's kind of – like he's going, eek! Um. Uh, yeah, probably, but um, the I don't know the the kind of like he's covering with the with the cape and mm. he's like like backing um backing down or, or something and about to throw a battering and I I think like the the pose is really dynamic and um yeah like here he's I think he, I feel he's like stepping down from the base but with with some sort of reason, not just because it doesn't fit in, but it makes it like like feel more um, uh, more uh, alive. It's mm. not just the word, but like um, it's it, it just saw something and maybe put this in front of the of the Bane black and white statue or something like that, and you can have like a nice effect. Yeah, the drapery yeah. and the cape is amazing. It is. It's really nice. I was thinking um, uh, that it actually, because we have seen this type of Batman pose in the comics over the years from David Mazzucchelli and Sean Phillips and all sorts of guys have drawn him in this similar pose, but it's a pose that would suit really well to him retreating to the shadows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you get a nice lighting effect on that, that might work really nicely. About to throw his batarang at the searchlight. <laughs> um, DC bombshells statues keep on keep on giving. Uh, we're seeing Hawkgirl. Have we seen this already, or is this new? We've seen the art for it, but this is the first time we're actually seeing the statue. Mm. It's a very good part of this line. Beautiful, it's done really oh, well. I think it's cute. Yeah. Mm. I'm not quite sure. The, the, I think it's gorgeous, but I'm a bit stuck on why she's got a jetpack on, but she's basically standing on the base. Like, yeah. I don't get that. Uh, did you want him to go that extra step? And well, 
have her airborne. Yeah, I mean, like you know, she's maybe she's just taking off. I don't know. But... Yeah. Or if she could, she could just have the the jetpack on and not actually be going anywhere. Yes, but the, the fact that like it certainly the pose implies that she is airborne, but she's not. As opposed to, I have a flight suit, but I'll roll it down and then take off with my jetpack. <laughs> my protective goggles, I'll wear them around my neck instead of, you know. Yeah. Mm. All right, it's not practical. <laughs> and, it's almost like it's done for, like, you know, cheesecake, so. Oh, uh, what? What? You shut your mouth. Uh, anyway. Love it. won't be making it into my house. No? Well, she has got a tits hanging out, Scott. <sighs> hanging. They kind of look fairly well, well they're restrained. pushing... They're pushing out. They're very restrained, yes. Yeah. I, I hadn't even really noticed. Like, the, uh, so distracted by the bubble gum. Yeah, yeah and the jetpack yeah. and, yeah, all that. I've only just noticed them as well. Yeah. Um, you like scribble knots, don't you? I love oh, scribble knots. Girl, sorry, sorry. Um, I, I, I've never realised it was a girl. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> Yeah, bombshells yeah, mean something else in <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I love scribble nuts. How cool of this! So we've got a what looks to be a flocked swamp thing. Swamp thing. Swamp uh, thing. Swamp thing. Oh, I hadn't noticed the flocking. Yeah. Oh my uh, goodness. Harley Quinn, Deathstroke, John Stewart, a golden flash. The person we've seen before in the funny colours. Still that I, don't know what that is. Still don't know who that is. Um, so that's series five. Tom, uh, Tom, what is that? I think it's Alloy for the, the, all the metal men joined uh, together. I think uh-huh. you're probably right. The, the, the colors uh, that up. Suggested, yeah. don't they? Yeah, which makes sense because we are getting metal men. Like there's a in in the uh, series six. There's ten, and I think we're certainly getting at least one metal man in three or four. Mm. Yeah. The color schemes seem to be iron, lead, uh, mercury, tin. Yeah, I think you're right. Gold. Cool. What's with the golden flash? They do, they do, um, gold ones. They're actually quite cool in person. They do, like, in each wave, although I can't see one in six, but up until this point, there's one golden, uh, figure of a character that's already been done. So, um, they've done a Superman, a Batman, there's a golden Wonder Woman coming. Um, yeah. Um, so series six, yeah, we got Black Adam, Black Lightning. Love it. Uh, Deadshot. Love it. A Wonder Woman, Poison Ivy, Tin. That mystery figure, ooh, what do you think? Miracle. Is it maybe a Mr. Miracle? I hope it's Mr. Miracle because he's one of the ones that got dropped out of three and four when they, as, as well as Alloy, when they, um. Tornado. Oh, could be Red Tornado. Or with that color, Martian Manhunter, if he's not done yet. Yeah. The, the, um, the mystery figures, like, jury's out on those, cause, um, one, wave one didn't have one besides the scribble knotty one. Um, wave two, the mist, the mystery figure was, I can't remember if it was blue Superman or red Superman that was in the wave, but the mystery figure was the other one, which was a bit of a, eh, um, it wasn't like a whole brand new wow character, so hopefully, They'll surprise us with this. <laughs> um, and on to the dumbest thing out of all these um, <laughs> DC collectibles solicited. And I don't know, can we give it a running red card and what not talk about it later? What on earth is that? <laughs> so this is the Superman Man of Steel statue by Gary Frank. 
and Superman is in the middle of his um, his song and dance act. He's the hills the are alive <laughs> with the sound of Superman. That's what it looks like. He looks like a. Oh my goodness! There's nothing smart about this. No, he looks like a robot chicken sketch. I can't oh. buy that. Someone put up a pretty funny picture of the forum. Did they? Who was that, Ben? Uh, was it? I, have, I haven't seen. <laughs> no. Yeah, look, this is. What, what is it? Oh, I'll, I'll check later. It's just, it's just rubbish. Well, to me, like, I mean, I, I love Gary Frank's art. Like, yes, nothing I, wrong, with, nothing wrong with the art that, and the artist or the or the sculpt, the actual details of the sculpt. It's a beautiful sculpt. Yeah. No, yeah. but it's the pose. Like, it's just like. I mean, it, they must have asked him right after he dropped some really bad acid, and then they said, hey, can you sketch us up a Man of Steel statue pose? And that's what he did. Mm-hmm. So the moral of the story here, kids, is don't do drugs. Uh, do you think maybe it just hasn't translated between sketch and finished product? <sighs> I mean, it looks like a Gary Frank image. Like It, it does, does, yeah. It looks like something he would draw. And maybe, no, maybe if there was a different angle. Maybe, maybe if, if it was, was a shot. different base, like say if it was a cloud or something. I, yeah, I'm actually wondering if um, he was elevated a bit more and it looked mm. more like he was fully in flight as opposed to just kind of taking a little prancing leap off the ground. Yeah, I think maybe if it was rotated or the camera was a bit higher, I think, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just not working. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I think the, the major issues are the the right arm that gives you that impression, like he's jumping or skipping or whatever, <laughs> and the um, and the the expression on, on his face. Mm. Yeah, it might just be the angle, you know. Yeah. yeah, we'll probably end up loving it. Someone should buy it and review it. Probably be me. <laughs> okay. All right. That's um, DC Collectibles. There holy, is holy a lot of lot of money of mine to be spent in amongst all that. Oh yeah, Tom. Yeah. Would um, you like to take us away from DC? I I I am going to I'm going to do that. Um, Gentle Giants announced the um, exclusive for 2014 San Diego Comic Con and. Um, it's, um, well, fuck them. I, I'm going to need to get this too. Um, <laughs> they, starting in 2011, they, um, they started doing Marvel animal characters busts. Um, they started with Squirrel Pool in 2011, then it was Throg in, um, 2012. Last year was Peter Parker, and now they're doing, uh, of course, the Rocket Raccoon. So it's going to cost $70. Looks really good. And I'm probably going to need to get this one too because I have all the other ones. <laughs> it does look fun. Yeah, it does. Uh, it's more like a, a movie version because, yeah. of course, to be the movie version. Um, but um, I, all the other ones look great together, and I think this is going to look to look really great inside that. that very line. fun, very fun. And hmm. I, I'm glad Gentle Giant still still is doing this, and they they they've shown consistency um, over over the years, and and I like that. 
So Sorry. fuck them, but but in a, in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Eli, with this movie coming out, we're getting Rocket Raccoon. He's getting his you know second action figure already. He's getting busts, statues. He's getting his own hot toy. It's got to suck as a Firestorm fan. <laughs> oh, well, you know, there's there's a silver lining. <laughs> You're saving all that money, aren't you? Well, there's that. Um, there's potentially some better news down the track because yeah. the Flash TV show we were talking about, they have cast mm. somebody as Ronnie Raymond. Woohoo! Slash Firestorm. They've actually said Slash Firestorm in the, um, in the listing. Nice. Yeah. So... I hope they don't turn that into a turd, and it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. And and the person who saw the pilot that said that it certainly, you know, the premise of the show lends itself quite easily to to him being in it. Yes. Well, I think somebody who saw the pilot. Let me get this straight. I think they said the, there was a character in there called Caitlin Snow. Mm. Mm. That was actually engaged to Ronnie Raymond. Yes. Is Ronnie Raymond in the pilot? No, no, but her f- in well, in the pilot that somebody saw, Caitlin Snow Frost, Caitlin Snow's fiance died in the same event where the Flash was hit by lightning. Oh. Mm. Sad. Yeah, we all cried. Okay. No, sorry. The person. The who person saw who did it. Yeah. That was close. <laughs> No, Eddie, we all cried Eddie, when, when when they told us. That's it. Yeah, Eddie Thorn. Mm-hmm. Gorilla Grunt. Um, mm. Anyway, and um, finally, for my no, I have something else after that. But um, UCC Distributing announces their Comic Con 2014 exclusives. That's my other piece of news. Um, so. Uh, for the Comic Con, they're going to release a Deadpool Mr. Potato Head, um, this is, which is really stupid. Um, because it's going to cost 20 bucks for finally something that, that's not going to be ridiculously expensive. And it looks fun, but on the other hand, it kind of negates the principle of the Potato Head toy um, because it, Deadpool has a mask on and it has a mask on the, the toy as well <laughs> and you can't put anything on his face <laughs> yes. so I don't know how that's going to work um, yeah. Yeah, I guess if you have like already the other potato heads with the that, that, that's stupid anyway it's, it's like uh, the, the transformers <laughs> that don't transform um, it's, it's not something I'm, I'm going to buy a, a, a toy that that negates the, the origin of the, the toy line which is based um, still if you, if you like it then, then buy it um, then uh, there's the Gary's Mod limited edition replica gun um I have no idea what this is. No, uh, it's a video. It's from all the kids. Yeah, it's right. Okay, um, <laughs> looks fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess uh, if, if you if you play that video game, um, you're going to enjoy this. Um, 
And then for something I actually know about, um, you can get a 10-inch Rocket Raccoon plush. It's not a fire plush. It's a (laughs) Rocket Raccoon plush. Um, And looks... It looks looks fun. Uh, if I don't know, maybe for um, I know there's there's a bunch of people out there who are fans of plush toys. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and there's a like uh, a whole market for designer plush that uh, that goes for for big bucks. Mm. Um, and. So I'm not going to say if you have like a little kid or something, get this. Um, but because I might offend some plush collectors out there. Um, we wouldn't so want to do if that. You have a, nah. If you have a little kid or are a plush collector, then you can get Rocket Raccoon plush that looks very cute. And if you don't like things that are cute but other somehow disturbing, there's a Rocket Raccoon mug. So you can basically drink your morning coffee out of Rocket Raccoon's brain. It's not very practical. <laughs> no, it is. Um, it's actually disgusting too. But <laughs> mm. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'll not... be passing on that. Besides, if you don't have Rocket Raccoon's body, that's just a severed raccoon head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. I no, that doesn't work either. But um, and even, I've got a Modok mug. I drink my coffee out of Modok's brain. Well, but that's the whole Modok, right? It is the whole Modok. Yeah, he's got he's got arms and little arms and legs attached. And Modok has like a mug shape in the comics too. True. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure he was designed with that in mind. The licensing, sure. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that makes a little bit more sense, uh, at least. And if you enjoy the Bravest Warriors, um, that you should enjoy, um, you can get a cut bug plush, <laughs> a six inch cut bug plush. A what now? Um, I'm cut bug. Uh, <laughs> you guys watch the Bravest Warriors? Yeah, my boy does. Oh, it's really, it's really fun. Hmm? Um, and well, you can get a cat bug that's really cute, also plush. Um, it's cute and cuddly, according to the description. I've never um, heard of them. What? I've never heard of them. The oh, you, cutest. What were they? The cat bug. Yeah. yeah, cat bug. It's the bravest warriors. It's a cool. cartoon. Um, you need to Google it. It's it's really fun. Um. And well, it's it's a cute plush again for the little kids or um, plush collectors, mm. and that's all the exclusives. And another one. No, I'm sorry, I have one more exclusive. It's the um, Mighty Mug uh, Rom the Space Knights exclusive figure um, for San Diego Comic Con, and it's uh, another Mighty Mug. I, I, I thought Mighty Mugs were. Dead. I'm like, oh, I said it. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty impressed that. Um, but I have to have this. You're you're a rom fan, aren't you? I am a rom fan. Yeah. And I actually find this really peculiar. I mean, it's a great looking figure. Like as far as Mighty Mugs go, they've done a really good job with it. But I still find this really odd that Hasbro owns Rom. Yeah. But they won't do some kind of deal with Marvel. 
like they Marvel keeps skirting around the concept of Rom by crit. You know, they've got Space Knights and, you know, Rom's uh, a different Space Knight now with a different name. But, you know, for fuck's sake, Hasbro, just let Marvel use it for free and you can make a shitload of toys based on, you know, a, a character that you own that's appearing in Marvel Comics. Mm. I don't know why they bothered making a Marty Megan, not anything else. I think that's just uh, a wasted opportunity. I just wonder if it's just like a ha ha, we own this thing. I mean, like they don't, they wouldn't have to pay any licensing for it, would they? Because they own it. No. So yeah, it'd but be, they also own Mighty Mugs too. So yeah, that's right. They they wouldn't be able to stick it in a Marvel Legends wave. No, you know, a, a ROM figure because Marvel Legends is Marvel. So um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't understand why they don't just let Marvel reintroduce him and start producing shit. Yep. Mm. Well, still, if this is the the only merchandise you have of him, yeah, you're going to get it or not. But it's Mighty Mag, and if you have a Mighty Mag collection, it's going to look, it's going to fit perfectly and and looks shiny too. So yeah, um, I like it. And it has, it has a sculpted gun. Um, He's the, a neutralizer. The, that that's it. I I, for, I forgot the neutralizer name for a second there. <laughs> um, so that's all my news. That must mean that it's my turn. It is. Yes. Well, oh my God, they're doing another Hot Toys Iron Man. Get, Get the fuck out. out of here. I know. This is uh, the Mark... No, what's XLI? I suck at Roman numerals. 41. 41 bones. This is the one that blows apart and finds its way back to each other. Um, and from the looks of it, you can replicate that awesome two seconds of cinema. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, this is beautifully detailed and... Um, yay, but to me, the only reason why it's newsworthy is because it's just like, how many more can they possibly make? Um, mm. but hey, uh, people are obviously buying them. Yep. Somebody. Somebody. Um, something that's a lot more interesting to me is, uh, McFarlane is doing something quite interesting. They are, uh, expanding the Walking Dead license into some minifigures, but also, uh, creating some building block sets that you can use to make dioramas uh, for these minifigures. So the minifigures are going to be uh, blind boxed, um, but I they have said that they'll be blind boxed, but you'll be able to tell whether it is a walker or a human, um, which is nice. And then they have shown a couple of different uh, scenes that you could possibly make out of the uh, building blocks that they're making, including a a street scene, and there's a Daryl with his chopper, uh, the governor's um, groovy fish tank heads as building blocks. That's a uh, not for young people, please. <laughs> yeah, all, all the grandmothers will be racing out to buy that for their little you know, <laughs> three year old granddaughters for Christmas, I'm sure. Uh, there's a prison. Um, prison tower set, and these look absolutely awesome. They're fun, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, if, for people that love the whole diorama building thing, um, 
I, I can see um, people really enjoying this, and they're not really pricey either. The um, sets are going to be between ten and fifty. The prison tower is sixty-four uh, ninety-nine. They will be Lego, Mega Block, and Creo compatible. Oh, cool. I know, and. And as I said, they're going to be doing the minifigures as well. So the only humans we've seen at this point are Daryl and the governor, but you would assume that there will be more. Mm. So they, they they say they're looking to revolutionize the building block genre. So yeah, it's definitely it's, 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 it is it, nice detail. It is new. Sorry, Tom. It, it is something new. I mean, yeah, um, mm, that's wrong. It, that might be interesting, and the fact that it's like Lego compatible, and I'm guessing, I mean, the Lego purists are not going to buy them to use them, but it could be really fun to see that, for example, the the fish tank with the heads used mm-hmm. in in bigger constructions uh, made with Lego or Creo. For sure. I mean, you know, if you've got the kind of interest in diorama building but not the skills, then, you know, this is fun and uh, it's a nice, um, you know, in between to the, the figures uh, to have these at a smaller scale and have them a bit more opposed, which McFarlane's always been better at anyway. So, um, yeah, that's I think that's kind of interesting, something different. And then finally, some figure arts news. In, they are doing uh, Injustice Toys. Uh, this is the Batman uh, Injustice and Joker Injustice that they have um, solicited. These are six-inch with the usual figure arts articulation. And um, the Batman looks really groovy. The Joker, to me, looks really weird. <laughs> but mm. quite cartoony. It doesn't really... Look like the Joker yeah. from Injustice to me. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of that happening. Indeed, yeah. I mean, but he's, he comes. With, the Joker comes with some really cool accessories. Um, it's got looks like two different uh, heads. One with a gas mask on, and then um, swap out hands and weapons. Um, so, you know, very nice looking. I'm just not kind of sold on the the design. The Batman looks very cool. And uh, if he is as poseable as they have shown in the illustration, then uh, going to be a very, very nice figure. Looks like they're doing something similar to the Capullo Batman with the cape, the way it um, bunches in behind the shoulders. So he's got the articulation there. Yeah, yeah, it looks quite nice, quite nice. Hmm. And then finally, also from SH Figure Arts, um, we have the next installments in the uh, Sailor Moon line, which are Sailor Neptune and, wait for it, Sailor Uranus. Teehee, giggle. Ha ha. So, <laughs> I know I asked Adam at one point um, if uh, there was a Sailor Uranus, and he said yes, and... Now it's true. <laughs> and so if you want a Sailor Uranus toy, then uh, you can buy one now. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Hmm. Um, if I recall correctly from the, from the anime, the, they are a couple. Uranus and Neptune? Yeah. <gasps> are they lesbians? 
I, I think so, at least in the, in the original, and really good friends in the dubbed version. I bet they weren't in the um, kids' cartoon version. Um, I, I think in the original version they, they were, but in the original Japanese version. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm saying least. like in the American version. No, no, no. They, right. That's what, that's when when they they turned into um, really good friends. Um, <laughs> I, I might be wrong. Uh, I, it's been a while. But, yeah. um, well, if you're if we're I, wrong, I, you can send your uh, um, complaints to Tom at Freak Studios. Dot com. Right. Mm. Yeah. That's the mail. Right. Well, that wraps up an epic articulated news. <laughs> that was pretty long, guys. Oh, yeah. Mm. All right. Well, we'll be right back with the first of our four toys of the week. I think I need to lie down first. <laughs> this is Major Matt Mason, Mattel's man in space, ready for every adventure with all his official equipment. The space station, protected by solar shields. The moon suit, designed for exploration. The space crawler that keeps on going no matter what. Get them together or separately, and share the exciting adventures of Major Matt Mason, Mattel's new man in space. Now it's time for the first of this episode's Toys of the Week. Each episode, we take turns looking at toys or collectibles in detail. They could be new releases or a favourite or bizarre item from our collections. Starting us off this week is Tom. So over to you, Tom. Thanks, Eli. Um, I'm going to talk about the Funko Domo Batman vinyl figure. Um, it's, this was released in 2013. Um it's uh, basically part of a series. Uh, are you familiar with the character Domo? No. Um, it's it's been a while. Yes. Um, Love Domo. Um, the first time I saw uh, Domo was in um, in a picture uh, uh, many years ago when the internet was young, and <laughs> it was a picture of Domo chasing some cats and. The picture said, every time you masturbate, God kills a kitten. And since then, um, I, I, I've loved this character. Um, I don't know why, <laughs> but, um, I saw this, uh, the, the, the solicitations and the pictures and reviews online about the, the Domo series that's a three, uh, three inch, uh, series made by Funko, roughly in the, um, in the size of the pop vinyl series. Uh, and it's Domo dressed as Batman, Superman, Green Lantern, and The Flash. Um, and it's just that. It's a, a chunk of vinyl, um, with the, with the typical face of Domo dressed as Batman comes in the classic Funko box. So it's, it's collector friendly, and this is Batman holding a batarang, and it has two versions: one with blue and gray, and one with black and gray. I bought the black and gray version, and well, it's it's really stupid, but uh, um, I like stupid toys. Um, it doesn't really add up, also because um, it actually doesn't represent. It's not a, a, a well-done representation of Batman's mask because it looks like the mask covers all the face and 
but somehow you can still see the the mouth. Um, but uh, it's all the faces is the color of the mask. Mm. If you um, but that's adding like logic to a Domo Batman figure, and I don't want to do that. Um, the paint is it's not Funko tastic, but it's not Funko terrible either. Um, um, I think um, it has uh, the lines are not as sharp as they could be, uh, but they there's not uh, a lot of slop uh, except in the um, in the crotch area. Um, other than that, uh, it's a fun figure, no articulation, just like, like a little vinyl statue. And if you're into this sort of thing, you may like it. I do. That hmm. sounds like you scored pretty well with the paint on this. Yes, I, I, I've read uh, about Funko having some trouble with, um, uh, with paint, some issues. But um, this one's pretty. It's pretty good. Hmm. Flash. Um, I, bu- I bought the Flash demo for my eldest, and uh, hers had pretty good paint um, relative to some of the other Funko stuff. Like she collects pops, and um, now that I've had a close look at some of them, you know, they're. Pre- I-, I picked up a Groot today. I wanted to buy, and I couldn't find one that was even halfway decent paint-wise. So um, it is pretty hit and miss. Yeah, I think you've got to suck it up with the um, the paint if you're going to be into pop vinyls. Yeah, well, as for dolly rating, I'm going to give it a seven. Ooh. Um, yeah, it's a it's a fun figure. Cool. And that's it. Well, thanks for that, Tom. We'll be right back with the next instalment of the AFB podcast game. Name that. Are you ready, kids, for another installment of Name That? I hope you are, because we're going to play last week's sound right here. As we mow down evil with Rebel Airbike, rock the universe in the... Well, did that one puzzle you? Because it puzzled a few of our listeners out there, including Lukey Luke. He originally guessed Biker Mice from Mars, which was actually a really good guess. And then uh, when he found out that was wrong, he came back with Flash Gordon. Not the ah-ah kind, but the 1996 animated kind. And he was correct. So uh, congratulations to Lukey Luke. Enjoy that forum point. And with that, we will move on to this week's sound across the land, stopped cold by a gleaming hand of the incredible with rugged face and strange tattoo, you make him break a bar in two and we'll play that up one more time just for good measure across the land, stopped cold by a gleaming hand of the incredible with rugged face and strange tattoo, you make him break a bar in two Well, do you think you have what it takes to figure that one out? I'm sure you do. And if you do, come on over to AFB Forum. That's AFBforum.com and uh, make a guess because guessing is fun and you could win forum points. And if you get enough forum points, um, I think Scott is going to come over to your house and weed your flower beds. I'm not 100% sure, but that's that's what I heard. Anyway, if the audio version just isn't your thing, come on over to tvandfilmtoys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays where we play the picture version. 
Until then, this is Engineer Nerd saying peace out. It's time for the second of this episode's Toys of the Week. Ben, it is over to you. Thank you very much, Eli. And tonight I am going to be talking about the uh, Bowen Designs Frankenstein statue. Now, yes, I'm well aware it is actually Frankenstein's monster, uh, Uh, but uh, let's just pretend and I shall abbreviate, and henceforth he shall be referred to as Frankenstein. (laughs) Uh, Folks will actually remember me reviewing the uh, Tomb of Dracula statue, which, um, aside from being big, um, was absolutely exquisite. Uh, well, Randy was quite keen to get a, another of the Marvel monsters in, and so he has done um, the Marvel version of Frankenstein. Um, now, this guy, whew, boy, he's big. Um, look, this came, well, originally was meant to come out late 2013. Um, I've had mine for a couple of months, and um, I, originally I picked him up um, through the statue guys at Statue Marvels, who um, have a pretty good deal going with Randy Bowen. Um, this guy was $265 and, and is currently sold out, so you probably have to have a bit of a look around. Um, this one was sold through exclusively through Randy's um, Randy's sort of retail half, Rocky's Vault, and um, basically uh, was limited to just 300 statues, and mine is 183. Okay, so it is a Bowen statue. Um this guy is enormous. Uh, I talked about um, Dracula being big, but Frankenstein actually dwarfs him. Um, I was having a bit of a think about it when I was getting ready for the review, and other than the the sort of um, scaled-up figures like the Bowen Sentinel and the Bowen Giant Man, etc., I actually can't think of a Bowen statue that's as big as this guy. He's wow. he's, um, he's 16 and a half inches tall um that's about 41.5 centimeters high um and you know he actually features quite a small base so he really is quite big uh my cabinets that i currently have all my bowen statues in um i have the shelving set sort of equally across all the cabinets for consistency and he actually doesn't fit uh in them He's, he's just too big so this is the the Marvel uh, Frankenstein, and Randy is um, pretty much giving credit to, to the original designs of um, of the the artists. So the the Dracula looked just like Gene Colan's interpretation. So what we have here is, um, I guess you know, Mike Plug is probably the artist uh, best known for for doing Frankenstein, and so the design has just jumped straight off the page. Um, this really does look a lot like. Um, the, the source material. So 
packaging usual sort of you've seen one bowen box you've seen them all um that's not a bad thing um that's just to say that bowen's very consistent in the look and feel of um his packaging so um nothing really to, to mention there um sculpted by randy himself a bit of a blurb on the box uh, a split styrofoam tray quite easy uh, there's actually not a lot of pieces to this statue i thought that perhaps you know the head might be separate or something like that but um frankenstein himself is all one piece uh, and it's very collector-friendly. He's very easy to get in and out of the box, so packaging him back up is, is not a problem. Now, in terms of the sculpt, this thing is fantastic, absolutely fantastic. The the drapery in the clothing um, is amazing. The, the detail work... Uh, I mean, Frankenstein's you know, not exactly wearing a suit here. He's got some um, some pretty sort of shredded up duds and there are tears and holes and frayed ends and things like that everywhere. Um, the uh, vest, woolen sort of vest, fur vest that he's wearing has um, amazing detail sculpted into it. Um, and that's without actually getting to Frankenstein himself, the, um, the work done on his face. In particular, what, what really stands out to me are the, um, the oh, I don't know where you'd, what you'd call it, but the, the where his hands are actually um, stapled on to his wrists and basically where, you know, Doc has actually, you know, stitched the parts together um, are, are really beautifully done. The wounds are actually sort of still fresh. They're quite sort of red um, in those, those areas and then sort of you've got these rusty staples holding the, the flesh together. Um, really, uh, quite a, a basic kind of base. You, you've got a, just a sort of a rocky base. There's a skull hidden in there. Um, but really just every part of this has, you know, exquisite, um, sculpting. I really sort of can't fault it at all. Um, the original proto had, um, had him holding a, a sort of a big chunk of wood, uh, as if it's a weapon. And that's actually gone in the finished piece. And uh, I'm quite, um, okay with that because I think it would actually be quite distracting. Um, so, you know, he's, he sort of, um, looks particularly Frankensteinish. He's sort of lumbering along with his great big feet, etc. Now, uh, in terms of paint, really quite amazing. What's, um, beautiful about this is they've got some really good mood happening because, um, almost all of the statue is dark. The dark, um, pants, the dark vest, the dark shirt underneath, and it contrasts really, really nicely with the sort of the white grey skin tones. It's it's quite a moody sort of look, and uh, the shading that has gone into it, the black pants have some sort of highlights of grey to bring them out, the um, the straps on his um, well, boots slash sandals. Um, are really nicely, uh, highlighted with some, um, with some sort of assorted browns. But where it really shines, uh, is the skin texture. They've done sort of a grey and then sort of brought it up through to a, a bit of a, a light grey white. Um, and it really does look like this sort of that, that sort of pallid flesh kind of thing happening. But, um, that contrasts really nicely with the, uh, the red sort of wounds and things like that. The eyes are nicely applied. He doesn't have sort of Marty Feldman thing happening. Um, it's sort of consistent. Uh, the, uh, you know, the teeth could be slightly better. Probably the, the really the only thing I can fault it for in terms of paintwork is where the staples uh, are in the flesh. There's just a little bit of slop here and there as if the um, the white was done after the staples. So there's a little bit of white on the staples here and there. I think it's just a little bit more attention to detail could have been done. But, you know, then you see things like on the um, the chain and um, uh, the, the manacle that's around his left wrist, you know, it's got... Um, 
some highlights of brown that sort of give it that rusty chain kind of look, which is really, really impressive. Um, really, it's it's just a, a beautiful looking uh, piece. The n- not a lot of um, extras. Basically, the base has a, a huge branch sticking out of it, sort of look like a bit of a um, bit of a sort of a, a rocky terrain and that is actually a separate piece so there's a sort of weird branch that you sort of wonder what it is at first um, and it sits quite loosely in there um, not a lot else to sort of talk about in terms of extras no playability posability or, or anything like that but really uh, just a, a beautiful addition to the line and I'm really hoping that um, Randy manages to keep things going with another phase and, and he can uh, add the werewolf by night Mm-hmm. to this series because um, it really is a shame. Um, what was actually a big thrill was that um, I, I don't remember sort of specifying it in my order, but mine's actually signed by Randy Bowen, um, which goes with my signed Tomb of Dracula, so I'm really pleased to keep that going. Um, look, this is just an amazing piece, this the, the, the level of detail in the clothing, you know, a lot of the Bowen statues feature sort of skin-tight costumes, so you don't get a lot of opportunity for this. I think Randy must have had an absolute hoot uh, sculpting this. He's, he's done a real um, a real service to, to Mike Plug's version of, uh, of this particular character. And, look, other than half a point for some, you know, some sloppy paintwork here and there, which really is quite marginal, um, I, I really can't fault it, so I'm going to go with nine and a half out of ten dollies. Woohoo! If you'd given it any less than that, I would have been concerned. Uh, uh, <laughs> and and how does he scale with Dracula? Uh, he's big. He, I mean, Dracula is big. There's, yeah. there's no doubt about it. But yeah. you know, it's not like you put them together and go, "Oh gosh, they're the same size." Um, right. Yeah, he's, he's bigger he's than. A, he's a big statue. <laughs> well, okay. but considering it's, it's based on two artists and the difference in in size, uh, because you, you'd want to to display this as as a group. I mean, Marvel Monsters, uh, if a Werewolf by Night comes to, um, so display together. Do they le- do they look like too too far apart, or they they can make a good ensemble? Oh, they 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 work well. I haven't actually got mine displayed next to each other at the moment, just because um, Frank won't fit in my cabinet where Tomb of Dracula is. So that sort of says a bit about how tall he is. But um, the the bases are fairly consistent in terms of that sort of rocky, um, you know, evening graveyard type feel. Um, so which is good. And uh, I, I mean, you know, Zombie is obviously the fourth uh, of those characters, which I don't know whether he'd ever get around. I mean, he did do a Zombie years ago, not necessarily a Marvel one. But, um, yeah, I'm just blown away by just uh, the detail on this really, really nice piece. Awesome. He's a very talented man. Indeed he is. Mm. Well, if he eventually does a Werewolf by Night, let me know, because... Yes, I yes. might need to get that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, have to have Mr. Russell. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thanks, Ben. Well, that is Toy of the Week number two. When we come back, we'll be talking about the new items that we've added to our collections this week. New from the Disney movie Hercules. Hercules Your Hercules. Prove yourself and save the world from Hades. With sword, with axe, with tribal, defeat the evil Nessus. And with Pegasus, crush the monster Cyclops. Oh! Extraordinary, legendary Hercules. Hercules, strongest man alive. Hercules. 
Hercules figures, each sold separately. Powerflex Hercules coming soon. Well, we're all here because we collect, and Feeding the Addiction is where we take time to check in with each other and discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders we've made. Scott, would you like to go first? I would love to, thank you very much. I got a bit this week. I got the uh, second series of the Marvel Infinite, which is formerly Marvel Universe, uh, three and three-quarter figures. Um, I did a review of them, which is now up on the Action Figure Blues website, so please go and check it out. But the uh, the new figures to the, the line there, Red She-Hulk, um, Whirlwind, and Death's Head, um, which Andy Bentley... Hi, Andy... Um, Andy tells us it's a transformer. Um, I know that now. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, th- and I was pretty happy with them overall. Will, Willwind is a bit phoned in, unfortunately, but, um, Death's Head for a character that I don't know and don't care about is actually a very cool figure. Um, I found just yesterday, uh, the second part of the Spider-Man Legends uh, way, which is that, you know, Green Goblin-y one. And, uh, this is one where the, um, running changes have actually happened. And so I've got, I got Boomerang and Spider-Girl, which are two of the, you know, like new characters that that's all I'm interested in. I'm not collecting that line. I'm not trying to build the ultimate Green Goblin thing. Um, I was really glad I found them in person when they'd just been put out because I had to go through a lot of each to find ones with reasonable paint. Mm. They both have got the Spider Girl's got paint issues on her face, and Boomerang has got a lot of paint issues. Um, just like on the white bits of his uniform. Um, but I found ones that I was happy with, and they're actually quite a reasonable price for Australia as well. So, um, I was happy to actually find those at retail. Um, I got the SH Figure Arts Super Mario just because he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he'll go on my, um, figure, on my shelf at work. And, uh, I will, I might do a little review of him too because he's quite fun. And then I have to make a confession. Um, and we're bagging out, well, not bagging out, but we're just saying, oh my gosh, how many, you know, hot toy Iron Man can they make? But, um, I pre-ordered the, the Silver Centurion. Mm-hmm. Cause he looks so cool and it's like West Coast Avengers and, uh, or... <laughs> I only own one hot toys Iron Man. I only own the Mark seven. So, and it, like, it's not like, it's a different one that actually has got a comic reference and that's all I'm getting. Okay. <laughs> At least I'm honest. <laughs> okay. That's all I bought or pre-ordered. Mm. Right. Well, I, um, <clears throat> I picked up the earth Two wonder woman figure that we'll, I will talk about shortly. And I have pre-ordered. We mentioned before the Figma, um, Zelda link figure for my son as it happens, because he is now on a Zelda bent. Um, but that, uh, by the time that turns up, that'll end up being a um, Christmas present, I imagine. And I um, managed to track down a Batman black and white Darwin Cook statue. Which... Oh, very cool. There we go. Welcome to the dark side. Mm. <laughs> very cool. What about cool. you, Ben? 
Uh, just the Bowen Frankenstein, and I have not committed to any really expensive mech action figures or uh, interplanetary <laughs> bounty hunter statues. Yet. Mm, yet. 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 <laughs> Give it time. So that's it. Uh-uh. And Tom? No, nada. Nada. Except for, <laughs> except for the Domo Batman. Ah. We're, we're taking... We should. You should start a Kickstarter. Yeah. Like a you know a a buy Tom Toys Kickstarter just to pay for the is probably banned in Argentina. Oh so. uh, yeah, probably. Well, that doesn't matter. He, like well, we can start it for him, right? You know, it's like the to pay the um import fee so that Tom can have toys. Or we could pay yeah. for a stealth vehicle of some sort to get the toys into the country. Okay. Well, if Amazon ever does get the the drone. Mm. Delivery system they promised. Um, maybe. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, we're going to have a short break and then we'll come back to me talking about a toy. Your adventures are very far to continue in the slime chamber. Imagine Malfoy has trapped Harry. I've got you now, Potter. Guess again. Now, Ron. The slime chamber will take care of you. Ah, I've been slimed. Try my red slime. Ah. Lumos, slime is more powerful in the dark, Malfoy. Next time, the slime chamber will get you. Slime chamber playset with glow-in-the-dark slime gel. You put it together, figure sells separately with colored slime. Well, now it's time for the third of this week's Toys of the Week, and it's Eli's turn. Oh, yes, it's me. I am reviewing, so I have mentioned that I was on a bit of a Wonder Woman bent a couple of weeks ago when I talked about the uh, Justice League War Wonder Woman figure. And this week I'm talking about the DC Comics New 52 Wonder Woman figure, and it's part of the Earth 2 series. So it's from DC Collectibles. Um, just bought that this week, released last week. Um, and it was about $35 at the local shop. Um, but the, you know, I get a discount on that. And I mentioned the, uh, Justice League War figure was about five bucks cheaper. Um, because it's, the packaging is, I think, cheaper. And also the quality of the, um, sculpting and applications and things is a little bit, um, inferior to the main DC collectible figures. Now, the packaging is a uh, standard um, DCC packaging, so it is the same sort of base size as the the designer series and the size of the um, the sort of the blister on the blister card for the Justice League War figures, but it's the wider box rather than the designer series, which is a bit of a slimmer box. And it doesn't have the cutaway edge on the right that um, the aforementioned series have. Um, it has a window face box with plastic insert, um, very minimal twisties on there, um, and it's very collector-friendly box in that regard. So I'll be able to get it back in there and that should be all good. Um, it's got some photos of the figure on the side and on the other side it's got a silhouette of the same character and on the back there are photos of the other series from this wave of figures. So this includes um, Earth 2 Batman, Flash and Green Lantern. So it's pretty standard box, so that was good. <laughs> 
Um, now, the figure itself. Now, the sculpt on this is pretty bloody good. I'll give it that. Um, but there's a couple of glaring things. So it's a standard six-inch scale figure. Same sits stand uh, side by side with, um, say, the, um, the standard Justice League New 52 Wonder Woman or the Justice League War figure or um, the Dodson Wonder Woman figure, all those. So it's the same sort of scale. And it has, it's Nicholas Scott's uh, design of the character. So um, it's pretty, it's a pretty good likeness for, for that design. And, and as I said, the sculpting's really good. The detail in all the the sort of the armory on her, so her gauntlet on her left arm and on her knees and um, shins is really, really pretty spot on. Um, the skirt is all good. Where the sculpt is um, a bit wrong is um, the head sculpt. So... It's a bit of a long neck and the head appears to be a little bit pin-shaped uh, compared to other uh, Wonder Woman figures. The biggest problem with this is the tiara or whatever we call that in the Earth 2 uh, Wonder yeah. Woman figure because it's it's kind of like a, a face mask protector thing crossed with a tiara. Now, I don't know what version of the character this is actually based of, this um, tiara, because... It's not quite Nicholas Scott's design and it's not quite Ivan Reese's design and it's it's kind of an amalgamation of the both and then fucked up with something else. It um it's just it's just off. The tiara is a huge miss on this thing. Um the the look on the face, I'll talk about the paint apps uh, soon, but the look on the face of this Wonder Woman looks a little bit ghostly sort of almost vacant zombie ghosty type of thing and that's a little bit off so overall the sculpt is really good um, but it is let down by the head sculpt the hair is fine hair is flexible it's um there's plenty of articulation and movement in the neck so you can actually pose it despite the the typical wonder woman hair um, problems that we usually face it's got the um, the good level of DCC articulation, unlike that uh, Justice League War fi- figure where it was a bit limited. So it's got the ankle articulation, it's got the knee articulation and um, the hips. We've got the, the nice swivel sort of ball joint underneath the skirt. The skirt is a soft plastic, so you get some good movement in there. So you can get some pretty good um, uh, stances going there. And the... Um, the hands both rotate at the mid arm, so not at the, the at the not at the wrist, but at the top of the bracelet on the right and at the top of the I guess the eagle on the on the left. So that's all pretty good. But when we get to the paint, and this figure is really let down by the paint. So that tiara thing is is a, is a failing. But the paint is where this figure really takes a hit. So we'll start from the top. And the eyes on this character look like she's been made to look like she's been crying for about a week. She has <laughs> she has this sort of pinky orangey under um, shading of her eyes. Um, the application of the blue eyes is really really good, but it's 
just let down with the shading around the eyes and the paleness of the of the face itself and the lips are probably just a little bit too small so the the paint's applied well on the lips and the eyes but the coloring is just a little bit off and like i said it looks a little bit ghost-like or zombie-like now for the rest of the figure the paint um there's some really good bits so her um her top whatever that's called with the and then the golden eagle breasts on my figure have been applied reasonably well until you look underneath and you can see there's a bit of slop where the the red and the gold are meeting but if you're not looking underneath then it looks really well done um the skin tone overall is really even other than the face but everywhere else is really where this is let down so the blue um paint you blue metallic paint used for the skirt and the boots just seems off the color doesn't seem to match um, what i've seen in the comics uh it's it's almost like what colors have we got lying around the factory let's use this one mm. um and that's that's okay the the odd thing with the blue is it's really well applied but the silver that they've used on this figure is i don't know it's like your 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 old pots of tamiya um, paint are lying around you know about three years old and they're all clumpy and everywhere they've applied it it just looks like it is slopped on and it is really thick and it really it's hard to tell where the paint slop starts and and maybe the you know and, and not quite a fine sculpt ends but it really looks like the paint has just been lathered on so thickly that you're losing some of the really good detail in this in this design it's um it's it's pretty bad uh i think at a distance it's going to be okay the the face is probably the most noticeable thing from a distance but um, up close, the silver is shocking. And when I took this out of the package, um, one of the ankles was bent upwards. The foot was bent upwards at an angle. And so when I straightened it out to stand it, then the paint um, was immediately uh, came off around that joint. So the blue of the boot is painted over the silver slop. So I don't know how they managed to do it in that order. But it's... Um, and the blue stars on the skirt uh, are slopped on. And, yeah, this this design needed a lot more attention to detail. Oh, yeah, and the, uh, I don't know, this was almost the worst thing, and luckily you can't see it so much from the front. But the lasso, which is golden, is just looks like it was dipped in some semi-dried paint and then stuck on. It's, it's horrible. So... Um, Oh, yeah, and there was an accessory, the sword. And the sword uh, equal the same sort of paint problems, but um, the great thing about the sword was when I took it out of the packaging, it broke. Oh. But it did it did come apart at the um, where the blade meets the hilt, and it's easily repaired, but it was just like, oh, you're mm. fucking kidding. So, yeah, disappointing in the paint application. Obviously, was really excited to, you know, get this figure after talking to Nicola. I've seen some other pictures around the traps, and I think there was an earlier batch of these figures, part of which I think is what Nicola got, and I've also seen some toy review sites that don't seem to have the same eye problems. But, um, and I know the Wonder Woman figure was delayed by a week or so from the rest of the Earth 2 figures in most shops around the world. So I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. It, I, 
mine I, I the only one that I've picked up so far is Wonder Woman and I went through stacks to get one I was happy with and mine's really good but um I saw all the issues that you're talking about and um I, I just think it's obviously a bad factory issue because all of the figures that I saw you know, like all four in the wave just have got major paint issues mm. yeah so I'm going to have to give it a dolly rating, I yeah. think, um, of, I'm saying six and a half because I still like the figure. Yeah. Um, but the the face, the tiara and the paint is just bringing it down. And if I was a harsher marker, that would be bringing it down to six. Yeah, <laughs> a harsher marker. Fair enough. That's still good. is pretty high considering what you said. Yeah, well, maybe I'm just too kind. Maybe <laughs> I want it to be better than it is. And look, the... The detail on the armor, like I say, and and it works with the articulation. All that stuff's good, and and the skirt um, is not restricting the movement of the legs. It's 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 good, but um, yeah, I, I'm gonna have to redo the paint myself. I think if I if I oh. want to be happy with it. See, that's ridiculous. Shouldn't have to. No, you shouldn't have to do that. It's ridiculous. Hmm. All right. Well. We're going to have a short break and uh, we are going to come back with the fourth of our Toys of the Week. It's Pulsar, the ultimate man of adventure. You energize his heart, lungs and body fluid into pulsating action. Then load a mission disc into his brain. Imagine you make his heart beat for land adventures. His lungs pump for high-altitude missions. Pulsar, imagine you energize him for exciting feats of strength. Pulsar, the ultimate man of adventure, new from Mattel. Well, now it's time for the fourth of this episode's Toys of the Week. So, Scott, it's your turn. Are you up to take this one home for the home stretch? I'm taking it home. I am reviewing the Sideshow 1-6 scale Catwoman figure. Um, I did a more detailed Toy of the Week on the 1-6 scale Harley Quinn. So this is a bit of a follow-up. A couple of people um, on Facebook and Twitter asked me if I was going to be reviewing um, Catwoman. I've had her for a little while, but I will now give it a go. So this is a uh, 2014 release from Sideshow Collectibles, uh, going to run you around $190 uh, US, and uh, she is still available on uh, Sideshow, the regular version, um, so snap her up while you can. Uh, in terms of the packaging, uh, Sideshow has uh, taken a leaf out of the Hot Toys book, really, and done a very good job of... Um, packaging in a lot of stuff very neatly. So we've got the uh, kind of standard now box with really nice art on the outside and inside. And this one has got two levels of stacked trays and each tray has a protective cover to keep all of the bits and pieces in. And uh, it's very collector friendly, very easy to put back together. So um, nice way to conserve space and also uh, be able to fit a fair bit into um, you know a fairly compact package. The the, the sculpt on this um, I'm taking to be 
the both the the heads and the different gear. And Paul Harding is a sculptor for this, and he's actually a a Twitter friend of ours. And I was thinking that it'd be really interesting to talk to someone about um, what's actually involved when you're sculpting a one six scale. Uh, figure. So he might be someone to talk to in the future. Um, Catwoman comes with two different heads. I have called um, them. Uh, the first one is, I'm calling it kind of clever. She looks, you know, like, haha, not just, you know, happy, but not, um, not mad. And then the other one's just kind of fierce, fierce, angry face. Um, I wasn't able to get any photos of the other head on. I, I want the, um, the kind of standard clever head, which is the one that she comes attached with. Uh, I went to do the kind of head swap to do photos, but there's only one neck peg and it was so firmly stuck in the clever head that I couldn't get it out <laughs> to swap over to put the fierce head on. And seeing as this is the one I want to display anyway, I thought that it would be really sad to break it and cry and then have a headless Catwoman. <laughs> um, so I had, you know, decided not to muck around and tempt fate. Um, bit of an annoyance, um, because one thing that I really like about what Sideshow does with this stuff compared to Hot Toys that I mentioned it before is that Sideshow generally provides you with all the pegs that you need to give every piece its own peg. And in the little kit of pegs that I've got. I've got pegs for all the different hands and feet, but only one neck peg. So I don't know whether that was a mistake or whether that was deliberate, but it's a bit of a pain, especially when the peg is so deep in the the head that I would need tweezers, I think, to pull it out. So I decided not to to muck around with that. Um, She's got all of the standard six-scale articulation and uh, is really nicely posable. And one reason, one thing that makes her extra posable is that she comes with two different sets of boots. And at first when I looked at them, they looked identical. And I thought, why the hell do I need two you know, sets of the same boots? But in fact, they're not actually the same. There's one set that, that the ones that come attached that are flat-footed, and then the others have raised toes so that you can kind of pose her in a... It, it, it makes her so more... So she can diffuse bombs. She can... <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, or kind of in more of a running or prowling pose, etc. I thought that that was actually really clever because it's something that, um, you know, makes her more posable. Um, and uh, while she does come with a, a figure stand, which is really nice, she's certainly very sturdy and uh, doesn't need that to be able to be posed in quite a number of different positions, so that's uh, really good. She comes with um, all the standard kind of Catwoman-y pack-ins that you would expect. She's got her goggles, which are removable, so you can pose them on, which to me looks look they look pretty dumb on because they're not see-through, um, or up on the, the ever-useful goggles up on the head look, you know, goggles for display um, and fashion, not for practicality, um, which is how I'll be displaying it. Um, she has got a, a belt and a harness and which I find them a little bit messy. They don't, the, the, uh, harness in particular does not interact nicely with the, uh, character stand, um, the, or the crotch grabber, as I like to call it. Um, and, uh, so it's a little bit messy. The other thing, I have an issue with the belt just in that, that, it's held together magnetically, but it's quite loose. It's obviously meant to sit low, but it's kind of sits, it's so loose that it's hard to actually keep it together properly. So that might just be my 
general accessory disability coming to the fore. I'm not sure. Um, but it actually, it's, it's, I find it quite distracting, particularly because I am going to pose her on the, uh, display stand between the kind of looseness of the little harnesses and the looseness of the belt. It ends up looking a little bit unsightly and getting tangled, which is a bit of an annoyance. Um, she comes with, uh, two pairs of boots. As I said before, they've got really nicely sculpted buckles on them and slightly different foot poses. She comes with a really groovy backpack that has got soft, um, straps that can be, um, put around her arms so that she's got a backpack on her back. And then it's a little hard shell, um, backpack, which is a nice little accessory. Great for putting in stolen booty. She comes with a diamond, which is fake the bastards. Mm-hmm. Um, got all excited there for a moment. Um, but she also comes with, uh, three sets of hands, one of which is perfect for holding said diamond and others for holding accessories or just looking very catwoman-y, etc. She comes with two whips. I don't know why. Um, they are slightly different, but I, c- I couldn't tell you. Like one's a bit kind of tighter than the other, but uh, someone's probably going to write in and go, obviously the first one is from Catwoman number blah, but I don't know. Um, and she comes with the her groovy little stand that has got a funny little Gotham City diamond exchange on it, which is quite groovy. Um, she has a cloth bodysuit, um, which is quite nice, actually. Uh, obviously more practical and cost-effective than leather, but it's actually, um, you know, it, it, I think it makes her more poseable than a leather one would, which is cool. My one issue with it is that, um, obviously, it, it is got a big zipper down the middle and it is certainly not designed to be zipped all the way up to the neck. Um, it's actually impossible. So the little zipper on it is, um, very fiddly and I've tried to zip it up as much as I can, um, without actually breaking it. I don't want it to come apart. Um, but there, when you, uh, first, open her she's got uh some plastic in uh like little booby protectors i guess i'm not sure um that to kind of um protect the the plastic of her skin there so you've got to unzip it to actually get the plastic out and she's not actually flesh all the way um like her torso isn't flesh it's like a white plastic so the but the breasts are um flesh colored but if you if you can't get the um zip up past that kind of um cleavage line a bit then when you're posing her you can actually see that line between the um flesh plastic and the white plastic which obviously is not desirable um so i thought that was that's just a bit of a a nuisance and it would have wouldn't have killed them to give a little bit more fabric so that you could actually zip it up higher if you wanted to because you know you're not attracted to breasts or you don't want to get in trouble with your wife or something um uh and other than that i mean this, this is really fun it's i love both head sculpts they're really nicely done paint on mine is perfect um i love the the hands i really appreciate the inclusion of the extra pegs i just wish that there had been an extra um neck peg for that extra head because it's such a big job to um 
try and get these on and off. And the thing that makes the swapping of the hands and feet so much easier than some of the hot choice stuff is not having to swap the pegs. So maybe I missed out on an extra neck peg. Maybe there should be one, but either way, that was a bit of a pain. Um, in terms of a dolly rating, I'm going to give this an eight and I'm dropping a point. Um, off for that, that cloth issue around, um, her with the zip. I think the zip's too small, a little bit more cloth to make it, um, posable at different angles would be uh, really good. I don't necessarily want my cat woman with her tits hanging out. Um, (laughs) you know, call me weird. I like being married, you know? Um, so, but I also don't like breaking things and, uh, a point just for that neck peg. But, um, I'm really enjoying this line. I can't wait for Batman. She looks really nice next to Harley and Joker. And overall, I'm very happy with her. Mm, Very nice. Thank you. Lucky she doesn't qualify as a villain because you weren't getting the villain. (laughs) Yeah, I I looked back at our um, 1-6 DC DC sideshow thread on the forum and someone posted and I... Like back in April, I'd said I'm going to stick to the heroes on this line, and then I'm like, yeah, right, I've got them all. Hello. <laughs> I really like. I really enjoyed collecting the um, the DC Direct 13 inch ones, even though that they had issues. But I, I like the idea of this and having them comic accurate. Like I, you know, I can get into this in a way that I just can't get into the the Hot Toys movie stuff because it's movie stuff. Mm. Um, so. You know, it's fun, and they're not horrendously expensive compared to other stuff, and so I'm enjoying them. Hmm. Hi. All right, then. Well, that wraps up Toys of the Week. We'll come back in a moment with some feedback before we wrap things up for this episode. More muscle, more metal, more than heroes, they're legends. Legends of Batman. Ports from Mighty Batman Comics, all new legends blaze with all new power. Slice into time with Samurai Batman striking a massive blow for justice as Silver Knight Batman flashed sizzling steel and cut through crime of a different time. And encased in a mammoth medal of flight pack, Batman solved the riddle of crime every time. More than heroes, they're legends. Figures each sold separately. Well, before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners to share with you. If you'd like to hear your questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com, and you may just hear it read out. Ben, you've got the feedback tonight. I do indeed. Thank you very much. And this comes from Mike Cater. Uh, he says, just here to say I love the show. Listening to yours and to Marvelicious Toys makes my day bearable. Uh, to John, you need to check out some of the other forums. Ranger Board is a great place to start, and you'll get the love and help you need. Uh, kidding out your game. I'm um, still a bit green to the Toku culture, but being a PR fan, I've been happy to know about the source, um, about the source material. Uh, Super Mega Force is my new favourite, though I'm still an MMPR loyalist. Hope to see you get more figs and inspire the gang to do the same. Keep up the good work and do a Marvelicious Toys AFB mashup. Make it happen. <laughs> we have had Arnie on the show. We have. Yep. We have indeed. But we haven't had Marjorie. No. Well, so we should do something about that. Hmm. So, indeed. thanks, Mike. <laughs> I don't know that we could keep up with the um, the penis jokes. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, Marvelicious Toys have got such a corner on the market of that that i'm not sure that we could compare but there you go we'll try well john can represent <laughs> thank you mike 
Thank you. Well, that's it, guys. It's an epic. It's an epic, man. <laughs> You're all dismissed. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Uncle Eli. Thank you. Pleasure. And, and all, the, all the best for the uh, World Cup that you don't care about um, over there in Argentina, Tom. Well, um, uh, thank you. Uh, I guess <laughs> if I actually cared about it, uh, it would have been... Uh, I'd really appreciate that. But so, so even though you don't care, I would assume that you want them to win just so that everyone around you is happy, right? Yes. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's right. I don't think we, uh, I don't think the internet can cope with um, crying Brazilian memes and crying Argentinian memes. You know, there's already so many crying Brazilians on the internet. Like, yeah, and and, and Germans don't cry. No way. They'll just. Um, yeah. So they won't be any any German crying no. memes. <laughs> no. Okay. That's, right. that's fair. So Argentina has to win. Yeah. For the internet's sake. Yeah, for the internet's sake. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter, at AFBlues, and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening! Count yourself in, Tom. Oh, I don't know if he's ready for that. Gee, we're just, let's just let Tom do the whole fucking show then. Like, why do we even need to be here? If we can... Okay. Had your medication? Ah, oh, damn it! I knew I forgot something. You ready? Are you ready, Tom? Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, you're just <laughs> waiting for us to shut up. <laughs> Keep you typing to to quietness. I, I said I will mute while I type. Yeah, right. Okay. Oh, it says the world's loudest typer ever. Okay. <laughs> All right. In five, four, three. Well, now it's time for the third of this week's toys of the week, and each episode. Am I going to say that again? No, you don't have to say that. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to I'm, see if you would. Ah, I can't believe I just read I just <laughs> run on. Yeah, right. well, at least I didn't type porn in there. You did that. What? Hmm. Now. So, God, this is going to be an editing nightmare. Okay. Shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, right. So you're next. Says he who gets to go away and not thinking about it again. <laughs> <coughs> shouldn't be too bad. All right.